Hey, what's going on? Z Nation, Zaid here, ZSPN. And today, guys, we're going to be talking about the Los Angeles Lakers and the offseason. Now, uh, guys, uh, before I get into the details and my thoughts and my opinions about the Lakers and their expectations going into the offseason when it comes to free agencies and, uh, you know, the draft, just everything that goes down when it comes to the Los Angeles Lakers, before I get into it, Please make sure to subscribe to the channel, like my videos, and hit that notification bell so you will know when I upload on this channel. And of course, like all of my social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at ZSPN. And of course, guys, I have a podcast now, ZSPN Podcast. Uh, it is on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It is on all across uh, you know, podcast platforms uh, and every distributions out there. So I just really do appreciate you guys. You show me the love support on those particular, um, you know, platforms and my social media sites. And of course, this channel by subscribing, it will just show you how, you know, how great of, so, of a support you guys give me on my channel. It kind of shows me that I'm doing a good job and just showing that, um, you know, you guys are just liking my content and I just try my best all the time to give you guys uh, every single update speculations when it comes to the Los Angeles Lakers and of course all, all across uh, uh, you know sports um, platforms uh, even if it's the Denver Broncos so uh, I really do appreciate the love support and please make sure to you know like subscribe to the channel like all of my social media sites and subscribe to the podcast i really do appreciate it now guys uh, getting into the los angeles lakers and the off season uh there's not a lot of news as of late when it comes to the los angeles lakers i basically said the gist of it uh in my last video when it came to dennis schroeder and the lakers uh situation of bringing back certain players and uh, the only news are just basically out there now is that uh well, the recent one is with LeBron James changing his number to number six. Uh, now, I have some um, thoughts and opinions about that. Uh, it's just just basic ones. I think uh, LeBron James, of him, you know, every time he wears the number six, he always performs to the best of his ability. I mean, look what he did in Miami. He won two championships and uh, had basically, you know, MVPs left and right. And, you know, he just had he just had a great career where he was wearing the, the number six jersey, and uh, I think it all had to do. I mean, sure, he says his favorite. He said his favorite number is number six because of the USA games, but uh, you know, my, the Miami Heat. You know, they retired uh, number twenty three because of Michael Jordan. So uh, I never understood it, but I think just out of respect. I mean, the Dallas Mavericks they retired Kobe Bryant's number twenty four. So. Uh, even though he never played a single game uh, in uh, in the Dallas uh, uniform, so um, but you know it's when it's all said and done, you know LeBron James wearing the number six as a Los Angeles Laker. I think it's going to be uh, very interesting to watch how he will perform to the best of his ability because he even said that he will promise in Lakers Nation that um, I, somewhere around the um, the spectrum that that we are going to be on top again sort of deal so uh you know hopefully number six will be um a, a great uh, thing to watch i mean sad thing is i bought a, a lakers jersey lebron james number 23 i mean i don't think it's such a big deal but you know it's just i just bought it recently so it's just uh one of those type of situations it's like you know come on lebron i mean 
you know, what am I going to do with a 23 now? I mean, but at the same time, it's like, you know, he did want a championship for us as a number 23. So, you know, it's just kind of, you know, a win or win-win type of situation. I mean, I think it's a good idea to have it. But, you know, for those of you who want to go and get a LeBron James number six jersey, go right ahead. If you already have a LeBron jersey as a Laker 23, keep it because that's also a memory if you want to keep that. So that's a memory for me. So uh, I'm going to stick with the number three, number 23 LeBron James jersey because that's always been that sort of you know notion that's been LeBron number 23. That's always been that way for me. And uh, uh, for some reason, LeBron number six is just a whole type of situation, type of atmosphere, if you will. So, uh, but, you know, hopefully he performs the best of his ability next season as a Los Angeles Laker in a number six jersey. And uh, just a side note, uh, you know, it's because the reason maybe he changed his number to number six is because of Space Jam 2. So, that's also another scenario as well. So, um, but because of that, you know, LeBron James is going to be wearing number six next season, right? But he's going to be surrounded with different players now going into the uh, going to the next season. I mean, it just looks that way. You know, you still have Anthony Davis, who I think is still going to wear number three, but you know, uh, he may change his mind and go back to wearing number twenty-three because of it so uh but you know lebron james he has anthony davis and uh you know so far the lakers are really looking like a team that's going to start building again you know in a sense because you know you have a situation with dennis schroeder which i mentioned in my last video uh he said he does want to come back and have a sort of redemption type of uh of a season to try to redeem himself uh, trying to be a, a catch-and-shoot type of player now uh, going into the offseason but at the same time you have to look at his salary what he wants for a new contract with the Los Angeles Lakers uh, the Lakers tried to give him an extension around 84 to 87 million dollars but you know he rejected that because he thinks he can get more um, you know it's kind of a uh, situation now with him and the Los Angeles Lakers who still remains to be seen uh, you know I personally think that the Lakers should try to bring him back because you know they have a salary cap issue so if they somehow want to move on from Dennis Schroeder uh, the only thing that they can the only point guard they can possibly get is somewhere around five to ten million dollars so I mean the Lakers are really really you know sh you know cap short when it comes to signing a a you know a high price type of uh, uh, point guard I mean, they can't go and get a like a Chris Paul and you know and give him like anything anything he wants because you know uh, the Lakers just they just have an issue with the cap uh, issue. So uh, and, and you know it's kind of a type of situation with that. I mean, I know Lakers Nation don't want Dennis Schroeder back because what he did in the playoffs, but at the same time, you know he's the basically only point guard that can you know really be like a top top 15 top 20 point guard in the league and can shoot for you he could uh, you know he has a speed about him and you know just you know he's just a point guard that you can honestly build around when it comes to uh, at the at the starter position so um, you know but you know there's another situation of that and uh, you know the Lakers just have a lot on their plate when it comes to their situation with uh, you know Dennis Schroeder uh, going into uh, the 
the playoffs. Uh, sorry, the uh, the off season. So, um, you know, you ha- you have that notion. So, bringing back Dennis Schroeder is probably the t- one of the top priorities for the Los Angeles Lakers. And then you have some others. And me personally, these are the key, the key priorities to bring back next season. Alex Caruso and THT. Because these are the two players that really step up when it matters most. I mean, Alex Caruso. Did you see how he played during the uh, the playing tournament? And also when it came to the couple of games in the playoffs in the first round. Uh, you know, he brought the defense. And at times, you know, when the Lakers are, you know, just falling short by just maybe like six to eight points, you know, Alex Caruso just out of nowhere, his speed and his agility just comes out of nowhere. His defensive side comes out of nowhere and just, you know, scores for the Los Angeles Lakers at times or passes. Uh, he's a good playmaker, you know, when it's all said and done. And plus, he has a good relationship with LeBron James. So, and LeBron James, you know, he loves Alex Caruso. I mean, let's not deny it. His first year with the Los Angeles Lakers, you can just tell that he appreciated Alex Caruso as a player, and you know he wants him in his lineup and, and or his roster any any single moment and any single day. So um, I personally think that you know having Alex Caruso with the Los Angeles Lakers next season will play a huge role with the Lakers and their uh, success, possibly going back to the playoffs or maybe being a championship contender. So. Um, you know, we just had to put that into sort of a perspective now. So, Alex Caruso, he's another thing. THT, you know, Tane Horton Tucker, he's another priority as well. You know, he is a young, upcoming, you know, player in the making that could be an all-star someday. You know, he has that ability. He can shoot for you. He can score for you. And, you know, at the a little bit of a defensive side, but at the same time, you know, we, we really, you know, saw from him is his uh, defensive, uh, sorry, his uh, offensive side of the ball. And uh, that was really came to fruition when LeBron and Anthony Davis, they were injured and we needed, you know, some sort of uh, offensive side of attacking the ball. And that was THT. You know, he brought that to the Los Angeles Lakers. And, you know, I'm just going to put this out there right now. You know, he is a good asset. You know, he could be a good trade asset somehow down the line for the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, we saw what we in the trade deadline, you know, the uh, the Toronto Raptors. You know, they wanted to trade Kyle Lowry for like Dennis Schroeder and a THT type of uh, trade package. And the Lakers refused. But at the same time, you know, do, you know why though? Because of THT. You know his ability, his uh, his trade asset, his his ability to be that guy that you know that you obviously need. So, um, and honestly, guys, I just think THT was you know he will be a good asset to the team. Uh, you know when it comes to being a player coming off the bench, or maybe possibly he could be in the starting lineup. You know you never know. I mean there's the situation there. You know with the the Lakers in the off season, you never know what will come up, what will happen. Uh, you know, if somehow they need to trade a player like uh, KCP to a team to get, I don't know, some draft picks or some sort of uh, player, you know, you can just tell, you can just, you know, maybe wonder that THT will be a huge part of the team moving forward uh, with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. 
I mean, he could be the shooting guard for the team uh, at the starting lineup. Or maybe the point guard. You never know. If Dennis Short doesn't work out, you know, you have uh, THT. Because, you know, at, at certain moments in certain, uh, you know, into the into the season, when, like, Dennis Schroeder was, like, dealing with COVID, THT needed to step up at that particular position as well. So, um, I just think, you know, um, you know, those two players, Alex Caruso and THT, is a priority to bring back. The third option is, like, Dennis Schroeder. And I, I know some of you may disagree with me on this, but Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond is another option and a priority for the Lakers when it comes to the big position. Because, you know, you know the Lakers, they're, they, you know, they, they don't really have a center, if you will. You know, Montrezl Harold, I'm going to tell you guys this right now. He is not going to come back to the Los Angeles Lakers. He's not going to pick up his uh, player option. And I just think that, you know, he just wants to feel appreciated and just, you know, somehow um, be uh, at a different situation where, you know, he's needed. And I could just tell, guys, you know, when earlier in the season, you know, he was great. You know, he was just playing offensively, playing the sixth man of the year that he is. But, you know, Frank Vogel did not use him to the best of his ability. And, uh... Uh, you know, we have to blame Frank Vogel on that. And that's why I just think that, you know, Montrezl Harold, he is going to move on uh, with the Los Angeles, with, you know, with moving on from the Los Angeles Lakers and probably go somewhere else. And, um, you know, I don't really blame him. So, um, and then you have Marcus Saul. You never know about his situation either. You know, he has a team option. So the Lakers could potentially bring him back or they could move on from him. You know, you never know. And it kind of looks like that, you know, he wants to move on, but you never know. He could remain with the Los Angeles Lakers because he did sign a two-year contract with that second year being a team option. So, you know, we just have to see uh, with the Marcus Salt situation. Uh, but, you know, Andre Drummond, that's another issue as well. It's similar to what, um, you know, Dennis Schroeder is. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, how much. How much do you want me to stay? So that type of situation, you know, the Lakers are hoping to give him like a, uh, and basically all the Lakers nation, you know, uh, we are kind of hoping that we give him like a veteran minimum, somewhere around five, maybe seven, eight or like $10 million, somewhere around there, just to sign maybe a one year contract and just see uh, what the season will bestow on Andre Drummond. But I think he wants to get paid. He wants to get like, you know, a long-term, somewhere around like 12 to $15 million. Excuse me. Uh, somewhere around there. And uh, I just think that, uh, you know, that's where he wants. But you never know. You don't know about the mindset that what he's, uh, what he's thinking. You know, Lakers, uh, the Lakers organization, they want him back. Because he's big part of the Lakers' uh, future moving forward. You know, even Frank Vogel raves about him as well. So, um, and plus, you know, we still haven't seen what he is more capable of being with this Lakers team and alongside LeBron and Anthony Davis. We saw, like, because, you know, due to the circumstances, Anthony Davis was injured and he was just coming back. And then you had LeBron James, you know, he got injured and then, you know, didn't really have the chemistry between him and Andre Drummond. We saw a bit of a glimpse in the playoffs. But, you know, it just wasn't really the type of chemistry that we were kind of hoping to see. Maybe if he stayed with the Lakers like maybe a couple of years, 
or just uh, that one season, possibly a whole season, maybe we could see that. So I just think, you know, salary cap wise, it's kind of hard to see what the Lakers will do when it comes to Andre Drummond's situation. It's kind of similar to Dennis Schroeder. So uh, it's kind of hard to tell about that sort of a predicament. So, uh, you know, we just have to see. We just have to see what the Lakers will do when it comes to that sort of instance of bringing back certain players. Uh, there's also Markeith Morris. I mean, you know, he wants to remain with the Los Angeles Lakers. He wants to win championships alongside LeBron and Anthony Davis. So there's that sort of in, uh, aspect of those certain players, players who want to come back. But, you know, we just have to see about the circumstances of the Lakers and salary cap. Because, you know, it's kind of playing a huge role of the Lakers uh, going into the offseason. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of thinking about some other free agents that the Lakers may pursue. and could be a solid, maybe a good replacement for uh, these uh, particular uh, players. Uh, players like, you know, guys like uh, players like Derrick Rose. You know, he is potentially going to be a free agent, and you never know about his circumstances with him and the uh, the New York Knicks, you know, if he somehow wants to re-sign with them. Still up in the air, you never know. Uh, you know, he did make around like 8 to $9 million, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, So, and plus uh, this season. So, uh, you know, if he wants to play that route and just, you know, somehow wants to get paid with a veteran minimum, you know, the Lakers could do that sort of uh, uh, pathway if somehow Dennis Schroeder doesn't work out. Um, you know, Derrick Rose, he's a solid player. I think he will fit well with LeBron and Anthony Davis and uh, potentially the team that's going to be built around uh, those particular players. Um, you know, he played very well in the playoffs, and I think he's just one of those type of players that you can start him and you can, you know, possibly bench him and be like, the sixth man, if you will. So, uh, Derek Rose is somebody that I think that you know the Lakers should uh, consider, because um, you know, because I'm also thinking about the, the cap space as well. I mean, I can just not say you know the Lakers should go after somebody like um, a Chris Paul or maybe somebody like uh, Demar Derozan or just you know I can't go that route and just say that. I mean, it's possibility, but you know the cap space, the cap. Okay, that's the number one issue. For the Lakers, I mean, that's very the sad part. I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, we can just be just fans and not care about the cap and just say, you know, the Lakers should go pursue that particular player, this player, that player. I mean, we're going to be championships uh, contenders if we get those players. Um, we can think that, and we can obviously go that route, but at the same time, you know, there's also some details into that particular situation. The cap. Sadly, the cap is really a problem for the Lakers. They can only sign players that are like uh, veteran minimums and, or somebody that's like, you know, you can take 10 million or 12 million. That sort of route. I mean, that's only the thing that the Lakers can do uh, other than maybe resigning the players that they can possibly uh, bring back with uh, Alex Caruso, THT, or maybe possibly uh, Dennis Schroeder. So, um, that sort of aspect and Andre Drummond. So that sort of aspect. So, um, you know, you have Derrick Rose and then you have, um, Kyle Lowry, but I think he wants to get paid. So I, I'm just putting out names right now. I don't think they're going to happen. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of like, uh, you know, trades from like uh, Russell Westbrook and, uh, Damian Lillard, uh, you know, uh, Bradley Beald. I mean, those certain players, I mean, 
it's not out of the question, but I don't think it will happen. I just don't see it happen, especially with Damian Lillard. I think uh, the franchise of that particular uh, organization, uh, you know, the Portland Trailblazers, I think they want to keep him and do whatever it takes to build a team uh, around him to the best of their abilities. And, uh, you know, I, I and, you know he has a big contract, so I don't think the Lakers can pull it off unless they add a team to it. But I don't think uh, a team will possibly help the Lakers get uh, a player like Damian Lillard. Lillard. Okay, so uh, hopefully that way. So um, uh, I'm trying to think about, uh, you know, Bradley Beal, it is a possibility. I mean, you could just put a package together and possibly put like uh, uh, Alex Caruso, no, not Alex Caruso, uh, Kyle Kuzma, and then you have, uh, you know, KCP. Maybe you have to throw in a, a, a THT or maybe a couple of uh, draft picks to get, uh, you know, you know, uh, Bradley Beald, uh, or it's a kind of similar situation with, um, you know, Russell Westbrook. I mean, he is making around $42 million. I think it's uh, around the price range of what the Lakers have when it comes to, you know, you know, Kyle Kuzma's new, new contract. And also with, uh, you know, KCP, who is, you know, obviously making around 15 million. So uh, it's around those, those sort of, uh, price range. So, um, you have to go. You have to think of that aspect, and also the uh, the draft picks as well. So um, it's kind of a situation there, and you have to think about that sort of aspect if you want to pull a trade like that. And um, but you know, it's kind of hard to say. It may happen. It just has to do with the circumstances and the um, the status of like the teams, like Washington Wizards, or. and stuff like that. So you have to look at that sort of aspect as well. Uh, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but it may happen. You never know. I mean, lots of things happen in the offseason that just goes very well for the Lakers at times and other teams in the NBA when it comes to trade-wise. So um, we have to look forward to that. It's too early to tell. Uh, but I have been seeing some posts lately on Facebook when it comes to that sort of aspect. And I think the more realistic uh, trades are like Russell Westbrook. I mean, because, you know, he has that two-year contract around $42 million. So it's kind of uh, a sort of, uh, I guess, a much um, reasonable type of trade if you want to do that by adding, uh, you know, Kyle Kuzma or KCP into the package deal with some draft picks to make it happen. But, you know, still remains to be seen about that. Um, but, you know, looking at other free agents, I mean, I mentioned, you know, Kyle Lowry and I've mentioned like uh, Derek Rhodes. Uh, there's also a player like Carmelo Anthony. He could get a veteran minimum signed with the Lakers, possibly, you know, play with LeBron James uh, for the first time and, you know, possibly compete for a championship. So, um, and, you know, guys, he's a solid player. I mean, I, you know, at the age of his career, I think he'll be a great asset to the Los Angeles Lakers. So, um, you know, hopefully that happens uh, because you know, I'm a big Carmelo Anthony fan, and I just think it was just great for the uh, the Portland Trailblazers for signing a player that everyone was saying that he's washed up. I never really thought that. I just think he just never had the opportunity to uh, play for an NBA team that you know obviously needed him. So. Um, you know, you have Carmelo Anthony in that sort of uh, aspect. And then you have uh, Otto Porter Jr. You know, back in around like the trade deadline or the uh, the buyout market, you know, he was in the conversation of signing with the Los Angeles Lakers before we signed uh, Ben McLemore, which, by the way, 
I have to say, the Lakers should also bring back Ben McLemore because at certain games that we saw from him, he does know how to shoot. He's a sharp shooter, and I just think the Lakers need to look for shooters uh, in the free agency market, and one of them is Ben McLemore. So I forgot to bring up his name. So Ben McLemore, I think, is another priority for the Lakers to bring back as well. So uh, let's just hope that happens. But, you know, Kamal Anthony, you know, that sort of aspect of him, uh, of the Lakers pursuing also. And then you have uh, Otto Porter Jr. Uh, when it comes to other centers, they could get like a Robin Lopez. Uh, that's another uh, possibility as well. I'm trying to think about some other centers. Uh, uh, JaVale McGee, hey, we could bring him back. So, <laughs> uh, you know, if he doesn't want to resign with the Denver Nuggets, you know, you never know. He could uh, potentially end up with the Los Angeles Lakers again. You never know, but it still remains to be seen. So, um, you know, you have those particular players. I'll try to think about some others. Um, um, you know, just, I don't know, Navy Bradley. <laughs> you know, we could bring him back as well to a veteran minimum. You never know. So that's uh, another scenario. Um, try to think about some others. Uh, you know, there are a lot. Those certain players that I mentioned, they could be a, a potential uh, landing spot for the Los Angeles Lakers. You never know. So, uh, but, you know, guys, it's just the offseason for the Los Angeles Lakers, Lakers is um, it's so up in the air. We have no idea what's on the uh, mindset of the Lakers moving forward. It's so early to tell because, it's, you know, the playoffs are still being uh, played. And uh, I know the Lakers, uh, when it comes to draft-wise, they have the second, 22nd overall pick. So it's around that sort of range. I'm not sure who they are going to pursue. Maybe it's going to be a center because they're looking at all positions. All positions that I don't even know any player on the top of my head that the Lakers will pursue. But, you know, the Lakers have a history of drafting uh, great uh, players uh, in drafts. Uh, look at THT, you know, that's just another example. And, and you know, Jordan Clarkson and... You know, those certain players, uh, Kyle Kuzma at one point, you know, it's just uh, uh, Larry Nance Jr. You know, the Lakers, I'm just putting out names because I'm trying to think of some. But, you know, the Lakers do have a good history of drafting good players. So, uh, and I'm, I'm not even sure about anyone in the top of my head. But, you know, once that does come to fruition, uh, if any sort of players come into the, of the Lakers' fear of being a potential draftee, but you never know. The Lakers may trade it, be a, a, a sort of a package deal to get somebody like a Russell Westbrook. But, you know, still may be seen. I'm just throwing out things, guys, uh, because, you know, this is a lot of expectations, a lot of things that the Lakers may do to improve the roster if somehow the cap space is really hurting them and they can't do anything about it. So uh, I'm trying to, you know, make some real, realistic type of signee predictions and uh, once that happens I think uh, you know it's kind of hard to tell of what the Lakers mindset going into the offseason but knowing Rob Palenka he's going to do whatever it takes to build a team around LeBron and uh, you know just try their try his best to you know take the Lakers back into playoff contention or maybe possibly be uh, championship contenders so uh, you know, we just had to see about that, guys. And I just want to give you guys my thoughts and my opinions about uh, the Lakers' expectations in the offseason. Uh, I just th threw out names that the Lakers may uh, pursue or may possibly bring back. Those are basically realistic type of signee, signing 
uh, situations that the Lakers may do in the offseason. But, you know, still remains to be seen about that. Um, there's just a lot, a lot of expectations for the Los Angeles Lakers in the offseason moving forward. And uh, I really want to know, guys, your thoughts and your opinions about the Lakers and uh, their circumstances uh, going into the offseason. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, you know, the salary cap is going to be a major role for the Lakers moving forward. And uh, there are just a lot of things. A lot of things the Lakers need to, uh, you know, prioritize when it comes to uh, building the roster again. And uh, with so thin uh, cap space that they need to deal with. And uh, hopefully the Lakers uh, just, you know, get their act together and, you know, get shooters get point guards, shooting guards, centers. I mean, there's a lot of uh, things the Lakers need to do to build a team back to uh, a playoff team or possibly a championship contending team uh, uh, moving forward. And uh, I'll keep you guys up to date about everything that goes down when it comes to the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, make sure to subscribe and like this video. Uh, like all of my social media sites of ZSPN on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Like my podcast zspn on anchor it is also on spotify apple podcast breaker radio public all of those great podcast platforms uh you know it's just basically the same content that i give on youtube only it is on a podcast now so um I really do appreciate the love and support you guys give me on my channel and, of course, on all of my social media sites. And very soon with uh, the new podcast, I really do appreciate the love and support you guys give me. And uh, hopefully when it comes to the Lakers and news update speculations, I will deliver you all on this channel and all across social media sites. And uh, I'll see you all in the next one. Thank you so much for watching. Go Lakers. And guys, please make sure to hit that notification bell. It'll make sure that you guys will know when I upload every single moment of the day. Uh, just make sure to hit that notification bell. And of course, subscribe to the channel. And I'll see you all in the next video. Thanks so much for watching. Go Lakers. Take it easy, guys. Stay safe out there.